In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. Together with some priests from the diocese and friends of Father Michael, may I welcome you to the evening celebration of Mass. Just a few short days ago, uh, Father Michael was buried in Poland, and today we have this uh, Mass for him here in our own parish. I welcome all of you who have known uh, Father Michael from our own parish and also from other parishes throughout the diocese. He was an exceptional priest, uh, a good man in so many different ways, and uh, we mourn him very much and miss him already. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, your mighty God and Prince of Peace, Lord have mercy. Lord Lord Jesus, your word of God made flesh and splendor of the Father, Christ have mercy. mercy. Lord Jesus, you are the way, the truth, and the life, Lord have mercy. mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. Grant, we pray, O Lord, that the soul of Michael, your servant and priest, whom you honoured with sacred office while he lived in this world, may exalt forever in the glorious home of heaven. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. A reading from the first letter of St. John. My dear people, since God has loved us so much, we too should love one another. No one has ever seen God, but as long as we love one another, God will live in us, and his love will be complete in us. We can know that we are living in him and he is living in us because he lets us share his spirit. We ourselves saw and we testify that the Father sent his Son as Saviour of the world. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, God lives in him and he in God. We ourselves have known and put our faith in God's love towards ourselves. God is love, and anyone who lives in love lives in God, and God lives in him. Love will come to its perfection in us when we can face the day of judgment without fear. Because even in this world, we have become as he is. In love, there can be no fear, but fear is driven out by perfect love. Because to fear is to expect punishment, and anyone who is afraid is still imperfect in love. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. 
From the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. We know that when the tent that we live in on earth is folded up, there is a house built by God for us, an everlasting home not made by human hands in the heavens. We are always full of confidence then when we remember that to live in the body means to be exiled from the Lord, going as we do by faith and not by sight. We are full of confidence. I say, and actually want to be exiled from the body and make our home with the Lord. Whether we are living in the body or exiled from it, we are intent on pleasing him. For all the truth about us, 
will be brought out in the law court of Christ, and each of us will get what he deserves for the things he did in the body, good or bad. The word of the Lord. Praise to you, Christ, King of eternal glory. Not by bread alone do we live, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Praise to you, Christ, King of eternal glory. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Seeing the crowds, Jesus went up the hill. There he sat down and was joined by his disciples. Then he began to speak, and this is what he taught them. How happy are the poor in spirit. Theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Happy the gentle, they shall have the earth for their heritage. Happy those who mourn, they shall be comforted. Happy those who hunger and thirst for what is right, they shall be satisfied. Happy the merciful, they shall have mercy shown them. And happy the pure in heart, they shall see God. And happy the peacemakers, they shall be called sons of God. Happy those who are persecuted in the cause of right, theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And happy are you when people abuse you and persecute you and speak all kinds of calumny against you on my account. Rejoice. And be glad, for your reward will be great in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. If you could choose a reading for your funeral, surely there can be no passage better than the Sermon on the Mount to pick. Who wouldn't want these words to ring out in the ears of those who had gathered? Like a final word on things that you thought were important and how you'd strived to live your life. There's music in the words. There are high ideals. There are things in these words that turn the world upside down. Any priest would be happy to have these words spoken at their passing because they sum up that high calling that led the person in the first place to the priesthood and made them stay there to be able to dry the tears of those who weep, to stand up for those downtrodden, to be meek and gentle. These are things of the priestly life. Likewise, any priest would be more than happy with those words that we hear from the letter of St. John today, that they should be read and heard as well. 
At the end of the day, a priest or a lay person, bishop or pope, we are all God's children. And everyone is God's children. There's no higher or lower than anyone else. No one more important, less important. We are all God's children, equal in his eyes, loved by him and cherished by him. These words also lead many a person to give their life to God, to lay down their nets and to follow him, to leave everything behind in life and to follow the Lord. On the 27th of March, we received here the news of the early death of Father Michael Sadowski. It was the last thing any of us expected to hear. All who know him feel keenly that sense of loss. I suppose I was the first person in Scotland to have met Father Michael Sadowski. He came here many years ago for two months and I picked him up from the Presswick Airport. His English in those days was a bit basic. He struggled a bit. And in the weeks to follow, I could see that the accent and dialect of the west of Scotland were a challenge. Although he didn't say it, I could tell that it was no form of English that he'd learned from the books that he'd studied. For a man who spent those early years and the following years studying ancient languages, I could see that our accent was a challenge to him. But soon he managed to overcome it, that which seemed impenetrable. Strangely, in recent years, I could detect from him myself a Scottish accent, and even a few slang words dropped in in conversation. He was eventually at home with the language and he was at home with the people here as well. In parishes that he served over these different summers, people warmed to him. There was something admirable and something likeable about him. He had an easy manner, a friendly and open disposition. He often used to say to me how much he liked the parishes here, the people and the priests. He found them warm, welcoming and appreciative. And I think he knew also how fond we were of him. Last year, last summer, was the first time that he hadn't managed to come to Scotland, and we all missed him greatly. We could never have known what was to unfold. In his last visit here, I was able to take both himself and Father Matthew, his friend, to the airport. I didn't know that it would be the last time that we would see him. A few days ago, as I mentioned at the beginning, the funeral of Father Michael took place in Poland, attended by the auxiliary bishop, many priests and people. After the Mass, he was laid, at the, laid to rest at the cemetery, a short distance from the church. It seems so unreal to all of us that this young man, who was our friend, is no longer with us, laid to rest in that sunny and bitterly cold morning in a land far away from us. He was an immensely talented young man, trained for the priesthood, and then sent to Rome to do further studies, his master's degree and doctorate. His chosen studies was in Eastern uh, theology, early Christian theologians, 
He had a forensic mind, digging deeply, exploring and researching. He wrote books and articles, edited a theological review, gave lectures and conferences in different places around the world. He had a capacity for work that was extraordinary. He was dedicated to study and research, and there never seemed enough hours in the day for him. His not inconsiderable intellectual abilities he put at the service of the church. He hoped that these would lead people to knowledge, to truth, to insight, things that would illumine life. It was a work that was eventually, in a mysterious way, uh, taken from him. It was eventually incomplete, unfinished, research not to be finalised. I suppose we trust at the end of the day that God turns everything to the good, even the worst of situations, even things that seem to have no sense, even things that have the worst outcomes, even things that end abruptly. We believe that he turns all to the good. Today, all of us who have known Michael feel ourselves blessed, blessed in his friendship, blessed in his priestly life, blessed in his teaching and academic life. We won't forget him, his friendly ways, his kindly manner, his conscientious life, his desire through study to raise people up, and the many ways that he made all of our lives better, much better. And God will not forget these things in his life also. And God will not forget him. God will grant him his heart's desire at the end to see him and to be in his presence, he whom had served him and loved him all his life. Trusting in the grace and mercy of God, we make all our prayers to our Heavenly Father. For those who, like Michael, are called to the priesthood, that they may continue to offer their life to God and in the service of his people. Lord, hear us. Lord, For those studying for the priesthood, that God may lead them to a fuller understanding of what he wishes of them in their life. Lord, hear us. Lord, gracious For those who grieve the loss of Father Michael, his family and friends, for the grace of consolation. Lord, hear us. Lord, for a greater trust in the grace of providence which guides and directs our daily life. Lord, hear us. Lord, for Father Michael, that he may know peace at the end of his journey, and the reward of the disciple who has followed the Lord faithfully. Lord, hear us. Lord, hear us. Almighty God, may the words of our lips and the thoughts of our mind win favour in your sight, and we ask all our prayers through Christ our Lord. Amen. Please join in our offer to him, Take Me, Lord.
brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May Lord accept the sacrifice of your hands for the praise of the glory of his name, Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that through these holy mysteries, Michael, your servant and priest, may behold with clarity forever what he faithfully ministered here, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Light lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. In him the hope of blessed resurrection has dawned, that those saddened by the certainty of dying might be consoled by the promise of immortality to come. Indeed, for your faithful Lord, Life is changed, not ended. And when this earthly dwelling turns to dust, an eternal dwelling is made ready for them in the heavens. And so with angels, archangels, thrones and dominions, hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. Holy, 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 holy Lord, God of
You are holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them what you do fall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith, when we eat this bread and drink this cup. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant, Father Michael, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that he who was united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Blessed Joseph, our spouse, with the blessed apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And we are not into temptation, but deliver us. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope 
and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. Let's offer one another a sign of peace. Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am
Let us pray. Having received the sacrament of salvation, we implore your kindness, O God, for Michael, your servant and priest, that as you made him a steward of your mysteries on earth, so you may bring him to be nourished by their truth and reality as unveiled in heaven. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And may Almighty God bless you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Please join in our recessional hymn, Here I Am, Lord. <laughs>